0: Welcome to Two Brothers Review, the podcast. I'm Reed Turley. And I'm Ty Turley. And uh,
1: some of our listeners know that we go to a movie every Thanksgiving. This year we went to uh,
0: Knives Out. Didn't we, Reid? Uh, some of us definitely did. Some of us did. Uh, we also ate pie.
1: I hope you did, too. Some of us definitely did. You out there listening. You
0: didn't eat pie? No, I had some pie, yeah.
1: Happy Thanksgiving, everyone.
0: Well, I don't yeah, want them to think we I don't want them to think we recorded this around Thanksgiving and then like we're super late with putting it out. This no, no, we re- recorded You're getting this a w- at least a week after hours
1: of us recording it.
0: Don't right, worry well, about maybe, the timeline. Yeah, <laughs> you'll get the podcast when you get the podcast and be grateful for it. That's right. Because you're not paying anything
1: for it. But if so, you want to, we're thinking about Patreon.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, let us know if you want to send us 25 cents.
1: <laughs> but if you want to, our Venmo is at Two Brothers Review. <laughs> That's not true.
0: That's not true. Okay, before we get into Knives Out, let's talk about our favorite It movies or mysteries. Yes. Tyler, what do you got for us? Well, the first thing I thought of was Rear Window. Okay.
1: But then I thought about it a little bit more, and I was, at, I mean, Rio great, obviously. And I thought about it a little bit more, and I was like, I think it might be Mission Impossible. I, does that <laughs> count? Does that count?
0: Uh, so it's, I, like, I, it's like a Who Done It. I, I guess it is a mystery. That's true. And there were some murders at the beginning. And there are some twists. All right. I like it. Yeah. Okay.
1: Like and they, fake, they have fake identities, and then they reveal them. Yeah, people aren't who you think they are. Yeah. Anyway, both those are great. Who'd you, what'd you think of?
0: Um, so I went with the Agatha Christie story and then there were none too easy. I love, I love the book. I think the, there's like an older movie of it. That's pretty good. Um, I think that is like the kind of perfect mystery story. She was good at it. I don't think I would read a hundred of her stories, but a couple of them are good. Yeah. So I, I was pretty excited about knives out and getting her. You were. I'd I remember. Really to it. Yeah, definitely. I think I like Brian Johnson. Um, the cast looked really good. You know, I love Daniel Craig in a Southern accent. Why? It reprised <laughs>
1: his role from Logan Lucky. It felt that way. This felt like Logan Lucky Redux.
0: No, so I, yeah, I guess I was into it. And I think they, they did a good job setting up the mystery and having unique characters, each with a motivation. And so I think that that part of it does come together pretty well.
1: Okay. Um, I had super high expectations for this one. Also, just don't let me get high expectations. Uncut Gems is just going to be okay. Yeah, it's just going to be all right. It's probably going to be boring. Yeah, no good. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Garnett can't act. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. It was. It was okay. I mean, did you feel like this? Where it was, there was a lot of tension right away. I mean, it's a murder mystery. You instantly know what the Premise of the film is going to be. So you're in it. And then I feel like it had the very weird lull for the middle third. And then finally got interesting again at the end. Just the middle part was like, I don't know, not enough new revelations coming out, not enough danger. Like you didn't feel like the stakes were super high. Like I, I feel like a lot of times in those films, someone else gets killed or the killer's still on the loose. And there wasn't any of that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think they tried to like, set it up by um, the girl being revealed as the person who was going to be the beneficiary of the will or like the detective, not being sure about where his, the money came from for him to be hired to investigate the case. But I would agree this, the beginning where it's like doing the interviews with the different family members and you're cutting back and forth between them is probably the strong, the strongest part of the movie for me. I thought that was so fun. And I would have loved to have just like a kind of interrogation style, movie throughout but you're right it's sort of it's really high paced and then i don't know kind of at the point where it reveals that she switched the switched the drugs gave him the wrong one from then on it it does sort of slow down i think yeah and you get
1: kind of everyone everyone's upset about the inheritance sure but that's not a new there's not a new revelation there it's uh and then the son what's his name chris evans whatever his character's name is Ransom. Oh, yeah. Ransom. Uh, uh, He befriends her. And for me, that just I mean, you kind of suspect there might be something suspicious
0: going on. Oh, but I think it's I think as soon as he says and then we'll split the money or also or get my portion. It's like, OK, he's not actually trying to be friendly.
1: Yeah, but you also feel like he's just opportunistic. I didn't suspect that he'd mastermind something at that point.
0: OK. Did you? I guess, no, I I didn't see the kind of structure of the, of the mystery then, but I thought he was then a prime suspect at that point. I
1: thought she was going to end up being the murderer for real. Like she intentionally killed him to get the inheritance. I thought that would have been a good twist. So about three fourths of the way through the movie, I was like, nice. This is gonna be cool. The nice, cute, seemingly uh, innocent girl is going to be the one, but I was
0: wrong. Okay, I, I love to sort of try to guess what's happening in a movie, and especially like a whodunit. It's perfect for that. Yeah, I thought so, I thought someone was going to have switched the drug labels, and that basically happened. Chris Evans took the drug out of one bottle, put it in the other. You know, flipped them. How did you feel about? Oh, sorry. Were you done? No. So that yeah. So then I guess realizing it, that she did give the right medication, even though it was in the wrong bottle. It's pretty frustrating that then he killed himself, right?
1: Yes. Also, how did you feel about that explanation that she just knows the weight and the viscosity of the medicine so well that she did the right one? I think that's fine. I don't know. That's super convenient for the whole plot to really hinge on that little thing. I don't know.
0: Well, uh, okay. I, yeah, I guess maybe it would have been better. Or like, Why couldn't she have put the wrong drug in him? I guess because they never wanted her to have any responsibility. Like she could, she couldn't be culpable at all. Well, she's still culpable because she told him that she killed him. I mean, she's the one that said that to him, and that caused him to kill himself. Like, has to be right. Yeah. So then I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure about that. I think the uh, maybe a weak point is the plot line with the with the housekeeper. I didn't even understand she was the housekeeper
1: till like also the very end, really. Cause like, and she looked very different in the in the party scene where she was angry. I feel like she looked different than when
0: she was being the housekeeper. Yeah. I don't know. And like the the spider on her face just to get that jump scare. But like she wasn't dead yet, but he drugged her with a bunch of morphine. And earlier in the movie, they say you'll be dead within 10 minutes. If you have that much morphine, but she'd, been ten- there, she'd been there for two hours. How do you know that they said that? Well, cause or at least an hour because Chris Evans did that to her. And then went with her to look at the place where the evidence was stored, did the police chase, got arrested, and then she went to the address. It had to be at least more than 10 minutes.
1: Yeah, you're right. What do you think about the, um, the fact that she says, you did it,
0: you did uh, this? <laughs> I like it because they, I guess I think a good mystery should give you the clues you need. And they did establish that his name was Hugh for all of the servants earlier in the movie. You're right. You're right. Okay. I accept. Like, I don't know. Isn't it. If it's a mystery that you can never figure out and then you just have to trust that the detective, I don't know, is conveniently written to understand it, that's less interesting to me, I would say.
1: Yeah. Did you get. I mean, they set up that she would have. That she keeps her weed in that clock. So I guess. But it's not clear how she knew that she would have put a copy of
0: it there. Just that's where she hides stuff because no one looks in it. But or that she made a copy. But. Who knows? Yeah, there's. I mean, there's got to be some conveniences in a mystery. That's. I guess that I could suspend my disbelief for that.
1: Yeah. Uh, did you, you think they? Do you think? Do you think the grandma is able to speak normally? It's never clear. I don't think so. But she understands everything you say to her. Does she? I I I don't don't know. know. I wish I knew. It bothered me that I didn't understand what her deal was. Like, it would have been cool if she talked more at the end
0: or yeah. Like she came out with some key thing. (laughs) Oh, and then I guess they also do set up the like stage knife earlier in the movie. Right. They talk about it where he's like, you, you, you get so love, you know, like mixed up in these things. You can't even tell a real knife from a stage knife. The Wait, old man say says that, that. the when? old man says it to, to the nurse. I don't know. In that one of the, in the scenes up in the, up in the attic, he says that. Oh, I don't even remember that. Well, okay. I guess what did you think was going to happen when Chris Evans was going for her with the knife at the end? I thought, I thought Daniel Craig was going to save her somehow. Save her. I was just like, Oh, fake knife. As soon as he like went for it and like was lunging in the air and it was all slow-mo. And you could like hear people in the audience that I was watching it with like, Have that realization and like whisper, oh, fake knife, fake knife. Like, it was so good. I liked that reveal. What?
1: I hated that it was a fake knife. Are are they all fake knives? No. I don't know. He just coincidentally happened to grab the one fake knife. Well, you don't know if they're all fake knives or not.
0: I don't know. They looked real. They all looked real. That's true. But that's the point. Chris Evans has never had to do anything in his own life and couldn't tell the difference
1: but what if what if What if he you know, could tell the difference? A key a key point in the in the mystery unraveling is that she could beat the old man at Go, but he couldn't. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if instead of her winning by some random act of coincidental intervention, she outsmarts him and proves that point. That would have been more empowering, yes more interesting just more agent more uh character driven instead of a dumb not i don't mean dumb in a judgment way but kind of dumb of luck dumb
0: luck yeah yeah that's definitely true okay i i think you're right there could have been a, a different resolution but she kind of did i guess right cuz she pretends that the housekeeper was going to live she holds this, holds in the throw up gets him to confess that's true. She does do the, that there. The throw up Trump was weird, right? Yeah. What is that? Do you think that's something you think of early on in the script writing? And you're like, this is let's," or like, you're like, you think of that and you're like, perfect. I'm going to tell a mystery around this person. Or you're writing your mystery and you realize this girl needs some sort of tell as a convenient way to get around things. I think it's the latter. Always <laughs> <laughs> the skeptic. No, that's fair. I think that, it's it's It was a little too, like... Convenient. It's just too convenient. weird. Like, that's not a yeah. real thing. It's not a real thing. It's totally not a real thing. Okay, so does Daniel Craig become a Hercule Pedro-type character? Like, are we going to get a, a second mystery-solved-by-Daniel Craig movie? I predict we will. I think if this one does really well, it seems like that's the character that could jump from mystery to mystery pretty easily.
1: Yeah, of course. Definitely. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. I don't think we'll get a string of movies about the housekeeper.
0: The nurse is really rich now. Yeah. And I'm just like, you inherit his money. If they make your mom leave the country, go live as a millionaire in whatever country you came from. Cause you're going to have a much better life than you left. Like it's not such a bad thing to go back to whatever country you were in. And they make this joke throughout Reed. the movie of all the people saying different places.
1: Yeah, what did you think of that joke?
0: It's racist. Super racist. But I think it's just, just showing how racist the family
1: was. I know, but I, I don't like it. I mean, obviously, it's, it's not being racist itself. It's critiquing racism. But I, I don't know. I feel like the jokes, the political jokes in this film were too much. Like the Trump conversation.
0: Or the, kid, the, being a,
1: the kid being a neo-Nazi. Yeah, it's, it feels too of the moment. Like he's trying too hard.
0: Yeah, just a reaction to the times,
1: I guess. Yes.
0: Okay. There was one other writing piece that I want to talk about. Um, did you notice? I think the like Michael Shannon character, and oh, my gosh, the short haired actress, so famous.
1: Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis.
0: Yeah, the Michael Shannon and Jamie Lee Curtis character individually told the the caretaker that. They were outvoted to have her at the funeral. Do you remember that? Yes. I wish like three other family members had also told her that they got outvoted, so that it was clear that none of them wanted her at the funeral. But like,
1: they all told the same lie.
0: But would all lie about it, right? I do. I wish. I think that it was, is what he was trying to get at.
1: Yes, I also I wish, think
0: that. I
1: think he must have like cut out the other three of them saying it. It would have been good. I'm, sh- I, I'm sure it was in the script. I
0: I wanted that to resolve better.
1: Yeah. What do you think about the way uh, Lakeith Stanfield was wasted?
0: He just is sort of in the background, right? Or like,
1: what does he discover or do? <sighs> Nothing. He's, I was so mad. The other guy has this really funny game where he's always into the books. And I thought he was, I thought he was hilarious and very good. But why didn't they let the guy who's famous do that, have those lines and have
0: that joke? and. Right, because he could have been into the books and then been, like, more than just the sounding board for Daniel Craig's character to explain what's going on. Yeah, and the guy who's always who always says,
1: I don't know, wait, what, no, what, I don't know, Such such a bad part. I'm surprised he took it. Maybe he didn't know,
0: you know. What? Of course you, you read the script before you take the job. But it might be, okay, I don't know. Maybe you just want to work with this? cast. Maybe you just want to work. Yeah. I think, oh yeah. You you would have turned it down? Oh,
1: definitely. I would have been like, wait, can I be the funny one? Or can I have some actual character
0: development or anything? You on the subway sitting next to Ryan Johnson and he says, I've got a part in a movie for you. You'd be like, oh, I actually don't get to do enough. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not like Keith (laughs) Stanfield. Okay. Well, Keith Stanfield, you think should have turned it down. I think so. He's so funny. He's so good. I think he still comes across as like confident and cool. So maybe that's like a bonus, but I don't know. I don't know either. All right. Ty, what are you going to rate knives out out of five? I'm giving it a two. Oh my gosh. You're such,
1: I didn't think it was good. I truly did not think it was well made.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm going to give knives out of four. Did I think people should, I think we should
1: see it. Would you have given it a five? If I had to, said two,
0: I think so. I'm Sorry, think, I think I liked it a lot. I don't. I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe I've maybe i have talking about some of these things. There are like frustrations. I get that, but I guess I'm appreciative of this type of movie. Like, I'm happy it got made.
1: Yeah, and you. I mean, you had a fun ride while it lasted. Definitely, I found Daniel Craig annoying in this film. I did not like him at all. So
0: I should say that. I haven't said that. Okay, the accent's a little st- little tough, a little strong.
1: And just, it's, it's not his type of character. He has no, I feel like he does not have a twinkle in his eye.
0: Yeah. Well, no, he does. Like, he, he sort of, like, he puts it on. He's, like, really charming, and he's like, like Oh, when did you know I was part of this? And he's like, From the moment I saw you. And he points at the blood on her shoe.
1: <laughs> I'm really glad we got the uh, Daniel Craig Southern impression by Reed into this
0: podcast. I'm. Um, uh, we may cut that out. No, we're not. Don't cut it out. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, do you have something else you want to recommend for our listeners? Well,
1: do you guys know that I put on a show every month in New York City called Wheel of Prav? Everyone should come to it. I know. I, don't I know. know that. I know. I know you. <laughs> You don't live in New York City.
0: Well, okay. Well, what are we... Was this every third Friday? Like, what are we, what are we talking about here?
1: It's usually every second Thursday second at the Thursday. Pit Loft, which is a theater by Penn Station. And the teams have to roll, uh, spin a wheel that tells them what form they have to do so they can't plan ahead. It's great. That's it's a great show. Okay. It's a great show. Awesome. You have a recommendation?
0: Uh, yeah, it's tough. We've been doing a few of these, so um no we'll stick with the improv theme i don't know what happened on my facebook feed but i've started getting whose line is it anyway clips recommended to me <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny it uh, is so
1: funny I, there's only a certain number of ways that that could happen i think <laughs> uh, like, yeah like you had to click on whose line is It anyway right or just like my wayne
0: brady <laughs> fan club is finally kicking in
1: are you a Wayne? Are you a, do you like and follow Wayne Brady? Absolutely not. That's good. Oh man. Whose line, whose line is it anyway
0: is genius. That's I think most people's only exposure to improv. Yeah, probably true, but that's short form, right? That
1: is short form. Yeah. Wheel of prov is going to be long form.
0: So worth a trip to New York. Definitely. Hmm. All right. Thanks everybody for joining us. For this episode of Two Brothers Review, the podcast, I'm Reed Turley. Uh,
1: Yeah, and I'm Ty Turley. Good. (laughs) (laughs) We want to know what movie you went to on Thanksgiving. Bye. Bye. Oh, not stopping it. One more? Can we pause? Can we stop, maybe? It's 1 a.m. Yeah, let's stop.